Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello and welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make money in your coaching practice. And I'll also be sharing our second adventure from 52 Adventures to Change Your Life. So stay tuned in right to the end to discover what that adventure is. And I hope that Last week, you completed the first adventure, which of course was to write a letter to your future self and that you'll open at the end of the year, at the end of a 12-month period. So today, we're going to be looking at something that is really critical when it comes to your business, your coaching business, your coaching practice. And whether you're a coach or a small-based business owner or whether you're a a, a therapist or any kind of service-providing business... These tips and techniques are still going to apply to you as well. So the very first thing that I think that is important when it comes to making money in your coaching practice or your in your business is to really understand and identify and have honed in on your niche. I know I'm going to hear some groans from you, but working out who you serve and who you don't serve is really, really important when it comes to showing up as the expert in your business and being someone that attracts their ideal client with ease. Now, there's a previous episode that we did look at niching, so you can go back. That was in Series 1, so you can go back and have a listen uh, as to how to do that. And identifying your niche is critical, and the second part, of course, of that is then identifying that ideal client your ideal client, the person who you absolutely enjoy working with, who you know that in working with them, they're going to be showing up, they're going to be doing the work themselves, and they're going to be getting results. So please don't don't skimp on that. I know a lot of people, you'll have heard this, not just from me, but from many other people as well, that identifying your niche and your ideal client absolutely critical when it comes to creating a successful practice and attracting clients to it. So that really is number one. Head back and listen to those episodes if you have missed them on on ideal client and also on creating your niche. Now, the second thing that you really need to be clear on in order to make money in your coaching practice is who do you serve and the transformation that you help them to make. What is the transformation that your clients come to you for? And can you articulate that in a very short sentence or a few sentences or a paragraph? You know, be really, really clear and think about what it is that you help your clients to do, be or have. What is that transition? Where are they now? Where do they want to be? And be really specific about that, okay? Get really specific about that transformation. And when you're specific, then it really helps you with your marketing, your messaging, the content that you're putting out there. 
And it also helps you to make some really great strategic decisions around your packages, your services, and how you're going to help your clients to facilitate that transformation. And we'll come on to that shortly. The next thing is that you really do want to build your credibility as a coach. Now, again, there's another episode wholly dedicated to building and creating your credibility. Credibility is really important because when you show up as a credible, reliable and and valuable uh, in terms of the contribution that you're making in terms of the work that you do, then you are going to more easily, of course, attract your clients. And credibility is really a combination of a number of things. First of all, being able to help your clients to get results. Uh, Perhaps it's also about things like your skills, your qualifications that you communicate, the level of experience that you've got doing what you're doing or in the industry that you're serving. Credibility, of course, is also emphasised and underscored by other client testimonials, people who have worked with you in the past. And of course, what you're doing on social media, how are you showing up, what content is available for people to consume that demonstrates that you have a voice, you have a point of view, and you have a contribution to make, or perhaps you're a thought leader in your industry. And again, more detail on that in a prior episode. The next thing that you really need to do in order to make money in your coaching business is to really develop packages So services, packages, containers in which you're working with your clients that you know that are going to actually help your clients get results. So really structuring and shaping the the work that you do, the transformation that you facilitate in a way, A, that you love, right? Because if you love delivering it in this certain way, then that's going to really rub off and your clients will recognize that and you'll be more passionate about it, right? So deciding the container is really, really important. So for example, you know, do you really, really love delivering one-to-one? Do you prefer doing retreats or group programs or memberships? Or maybe it's a combination of all of those things. The key here is that you want to be able to make sure that whatever container that you're doing your work in, you're delivering that service in, you're coaching in, whatever that is, you love it and also it's long enough and it's deep enough, long enough time frame, deep enough work, deep enough uh, intervention, modality work that your clients are going to get results. Okay, it is no use doing, for example, a fast immersion experience, a three day immersion experience on weight loss with no other follow up or on business building with no other follow up. Sure, in a three day immersion, you can do a lot of work around uncovering the person's strategies, their thoughts, uh, doing some belief change work, eliciting their values, their strategies, their behaviors around how they're doing the problem at the moment, really getting clear on where the, where it is they want to be, doing some really great diagnostic work and some goal-setting work. But in order to create that real transformation with your client, you are necessarily going to need to do some longer work, particularly in those areas, right, where results take a slightly longer period, slightly longer time frame to actually show themselves. So, you know, in terms of things like health and fitness and also in terms of things like building a business and attracting clients, you want to make sure that whatever container and time frame that you're delivering your work or that you're serving your client, it does actually give you sufficient time to help them to get that result. 
So making sure that you've done that is really, really important. The next thing is that you want to be setting financial goals for yourself and you're setting those financial goals every quarter is really important. Set them annually, of course, and then have your 90-day goal plan, your financial plan for that 90 days. What is it that you're intending to generate in terms of revenue? Being really conscious about where your expenditure is, knowing absolutely 100% what is your profit margin in your business? Now, you really should be ideally working to a pretty high profit margin as a coach or a service provider um, around about the sort of 58 to 60% ideally, depending on the other support and costs that you have in your business. So the reality is, of course, that what you want to be doing is every day being aware of what's happening in your business from a financial perspective, making sure that you are checking things like your bank account, checking things like reports from your accountant, or if you do your own bookkeeping, make sure that that information is really top of mind so that you know all the time how you're tracking in your business. This also helps you to review your products and services mix so that you know what is generating revenue, what you're selling and what you're not. It may be that you have products and services that you love, love, love delivering, but no one's buying. So that may be a a time for you to have a CEO day, for you to take pause and say, actually, is there another way that I can shape this? Am I not communicating the value of this enough out there? Or is this a product or a service that I need to retire from the offers that I have out there for my clients? Because you really want to make sure that whatever it is that you're delivering is not costing you money, that it's generating profitability, and of course, that you're loving, loving, loving delivering it in that way. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. The next thing I want you to think about is your customer journey. So when we make money in our coaching business, we we make it because we're very clear about who our client is, the transformation we help them to make and the containers in which we do that. Now, sometimes you'll have containers that are different lengths. You'll have different ways of people interacting with you and getting value. You may have an entry-level product or service in your business. You may have a mid-tier and you may have a higher ticket or a higher tier product. Think about that. Think about how Does that make logical sense for you in your business? Does it make sense for your clients? Look at your pricing strategy. How are you actually welcoming people in? What is the first thing that they can do that's easy for them to access when they're working with you? And of course, you can also have your free lead-ins, your lead magnets, your opt-ins that give you an introduction to what it's like to working with you. And then other products that increase in value and increase in the level of investment your client has to make so that you're taking them on that logical pathway, that logical journey with you um, in terms of being able to, them being able to achieve the results that they desire. 
Perhaps you only have one product or service, and that's fine too. That's another strategic decision that you need to make in your coaching practice. And again, if you have got a mix or if there's a gap, maybe you've got something that you're offering at $97 or pounds, and then the next thing's $3,000. That's quite a big jump for people to make. Are there any products or services in the middle? How could you shape something? What could you shape? Do you even want to shape something at that level to attract people in um, and give them something else that they can be purchasing from you, how they can be working with you at a different level all throughout? And again, that's something we've covered in more detail uh, in another episode. But I want you to think about that and map out your customer journey and, and think about the gaps. Are there any gaps? Maybe you need to perhaps retire some of those lower end products or services, or if they're selling really well, how can you bundle things together that you will mean that you are generating that really consistent revenue into your business? Because as long as they're helping your clients to get the results that they desire, as long as as a result of that, you are getting testimonials uh, and feedback, then, you know, keep going, keep going with it. And maybe that you can outsource some of the delivery of that to free up your own time to work on the more intensive one-to-one type packages that you have in your offering. Now, the next thing to think about then is your strategic positioning. You can build an incredibly successful business with offers that are around $47 or pounds in the same, just as easily and just as much as you can build one that is, you know, 4,700 or 47,000. Okay, and what you want to do is you want to think about where are you, where are you positioning yourself in the marketplace and how are you, again, communicating that, messaging that out there because there's a lot of talk lately about high ticket. I'm seeing all these things all the time about create your high ticket offer, create your high ticket coaching business. Now, the reality is that, yes, you can absolutely create a high ticket offer that you know that you're aligned with completely and that it does deliver the value that you are saying that it delivers for your clients, that that your clients are going to get the results um, of investing in that high ticket offer. Absolutely. And in fact, it's a great thing I ask my students to do is to think about what would your £20,000 or dollar offer be? What would your 30000 your 40000 And that really expands creativity and thinking about what they would actually put into that offer. What would that offer be made up of? What, what would all the elements um, that go into that offer be? You know, whether it's a hybrid of one-to-one coaching and consulting, whether it is you know, some VIP type days, et cetera, so that, you know, you have got a program or a service offering that is provides that value and that result, that transformation for your client at that price point. Equally, though, you know, you don't need to be in that space in order to have a successful coaching practice. You know, you can be a very, very successful uh, coach and have a very successful business with offers around three to five thousand or three to ten thousand or two thousand or you can have multiple offers at one thousand or nine hundred and ninety seven this is all about strategic decisions that you're going to make in your business as to what are the offers that you're going to put out there they all of course must be around that one thing that run transformation otherwise people get confused you really do want to set yourself up to be known for 
been really good at helping people in a specific niche uh, with a specific transformation uh, and then aligning everything that you're offering, that you're developing, all of those containers to that thing and then communicating it in a way that your clients recognise that they are going to get results and that there is value in there for them and that it, you know, and that it makes sense. The pathway that you take them on absolutely makes sense as well. Now, once you've got offers out there, whether that's a combination of, you know, you might have a membership at a lower ticket price, uh, you may have one-to-one coaching or a mastermind, um, you may have an intensive where you work with someone over the course of an entire year, for example. Whatever your product and services mix is, in order to make money in your coaching business, you need to be able to be putting those offers out there on a regular basis. You mean I've got to sell? Absolutely. You need to be letting people know how they can buy from you. How can they work with you? And of course, the way to do this is to be able to put out your offers. You can put them out on social media with a call to action. You can put them out um, through your content. You can have uh, content upgrades on your blog. There are so many different ways that you can let people know what you're offering and what's coming. If you have a website, if you have an email newsletter, for example, and this is one of the areas, and hey, look, you know, I'm I'm not perfect in this area by any stretch of the imagination, but what we need to be able to do is to let people know how we can help them and how much it costs and give them the opportunity to buy from us. So often I've seen with myself and with uh, people that I've worked with both as coaching clients and my students, you have amazing things out there. You have amazing skill to be able to help people, but you're not letting them know how they can work with you. And the likelihood is that if there's someone out there who's really good at letting people know, hey, I've got this product and that service and something else, and they're out there consistently being visible, people will buy from them rather than you, even though that person may not be as skilled as you. They may not get the results you do. They may not be as credible as you. But unless people know how to find you and know how to work with you, they are not going to work with you. And so If you do want to make money in your coaching practice, in your service-based business, which I'm guessing you're a business owner and unless it's a hobby, then you are going to be wanting wanting to make money, then you really do need to make sure that people know how they can buy from you and to have call to actions. Now, I also want you to think about if you have been in business for a while, I want you to go back and think about all of these things and to think about what is, so review that niche and ideal client. Go back and think about who you've worked with in the past 12 months. Who did you really love, love, love working with? What were their characteristics? What was what, what just made them a joy to work with? Think about the results they got as well. And I want you to write all those things down because you want to be attracting more of those clients. I want you to think about what sold and what didn't sell. And this is not just, you know, put a finger in the air. This is actually go through your client records, go through your financial records, look at which products and services sold the most, sold the least, and then think about which ones you enjoy delivering and you don't 
enjoy delivering. Look at any gaps. Think about, well, what do I need? What could I add or what can I take away from my offerings so that I'm really solidifying my presence, my credibility in the marketplace as the go-to person in this specific niche or area? And then I want you to really just map out that whole customer journey. How are people finding you? What are your lead magnets? What are, how are they actually first coming into contact with you? And again, see if there's any gaps that you need to plug there so that you are becoming more visible so that people recognize you and that they're getting to know, like, and trust you as the person who can really help them credibly, reliably to get those results that they desire. And then think about your strategic positioning. You know, there may be some, in addition to thinking about where you're placed in the marketplace, there may also be some opportunities for you to look at your pricing. Perhaps your prices need an uplift. Maybe you're not actually charging enough for what you deliver. Uh, And if you're constantly seeing clients and constantly being booked out, then that could be an indication that it's time to raise your prices. And again, the raising your pricing is a strategic decision And the best way to do that is to make sure that you're wholly in alignment with what it is that you're offering and you're absolutely passionate about the value and the transformation that it creates because you know how valuable it's been for your clients and you have the confidence, the inherent confidence and the integrity to know that when your client pays you, the amount that the the amount that you're charging that they are going to get incredible value and transformation for that investment. Okay, and then also the final thing is just to go and review your marketing strategy. What are you actually doing? Do you act, do people actually know how to buy from you? Are you making that obvious? Are you making it clear? So making money in your coaching business, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, please do drop a comment down below on the podcast. And we're going to move into our next adventure from 52 Adventures to Change Your Life. Now, some days, uh, you know, you get out of bed and you think, woohoo, it's a brand new day. Other days, hmm, maybe a little bit of a slower start. We have the saying, of course, don't we? Got out on the wrong, got out of bed on the wrong side this morning. Now, one of the things I know to be absolutely true is that when we listen to certain types of music, we have a certain response. They are, they are anchors for us, aren't they? You know, there are songs that I know will absolutely get me onto the dance floor. Um, Love Cats by The Cure and Dancing Queen by ABBA. Mm, maybe not your musical choice, but I'm sure that you have some songs as well that you know the minute that you hear them, your toes are tapping, your legs are moving, and you just want to dance the beat or sing along with that tune. Now, this week, what I want you to do is I want you to write yourself a list of the songs that would be your top 10 in your feel-good in your feel-good playlist. I want you to create a playlist of songs that you know when you hear them, your mood alters. They're an anchor for you stepping into your motivated, empowered, maybe calm even, but you know, the self that actually wants to get on and get going, be productive, whatever it is your happiness podcast, because I'm happy, you know where I'm going, Farrell Williams. So I want you to write down and then, you know, 
go to your favourite musical track store and just create that podcast for yourself. You know, go onto YouTube, get those videos, um, get the links to them and play them to yourself every day. And I'd love to know what your feel good good playlist is. Uh, So drop that down in the comments below. Send me an email, lara at mindsetcoachacademy.com or you can visit our Facebook group, The Mindset Coach Collective and pop it in there as well so that's it for this week Um, i'd love to hear your thoughts on making money in your coaching practice and also your feel good playlist let's keep those songs coming and i look forward to being with you next week bye for now well that wraps up this week's episode of the mindset coach podcast Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.